I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to episode 104 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on March 12th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. Everybody in the car, boat leaves in two minutes, or maybe you don't want to see the second largest ball of twine on the face of the earth, which is only four short hours away. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Christ, you two. All I can say is if I ever get anal polyps, I'll know what to name them. <laughs> I'm Greg Legro, and it smelled like Nick Nolte and Gary Busey were doing squats in there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got lots to talk about. We're going to do a bunch of movie miscellaneous news stuff off the top. Yeah. We are going to play Film Roulette later. Casey and I went and saw the Alan Partridge film, mm-hmm. the uh, de- uh, feature film debut of that character. Mm-hmm. And Greg went and saw 300 Rise of an Empire. Then we're going to talk about an album that uh, we were punished with by Casey and getting into some rolling for next week. Yeah. Talk about a little bit of Airwolf, and then we'll do our TV dad swap yeah. at the end of the episode. Cage match, guys. So much excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess super quick off the top, uh, we got reviewed again on fucking AV Club. I yeah. know it's like leave uh, us alone already. <laughs> <laughs> our uh, our our other podcast, our brother podcast, also hosted by us, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Time Bandits. Those guys are good. Yeah, I, I like them. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, they sound very cool. I would hang I out with them. <laughs> I don't think they're very cool. No. I kind of want to podcast with them. I think yeah. they're at least as cool as we yeah. are. They got time machines and movies that no one cares about. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super So, um, yeah, that was awesome. And yeah. we're super happy and humbled again. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to note that I love it that nobody in the usually snarky AV Club comment threads uh, complained about us at all. They're yeah. too busy complaining about all the other major podcasts. Yeah. They're like, oh, Comedy Bang Bang this week wasn't so great. And I'm like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever they're complaining about. Which they're totally wrong, by the way. That was a pretty good episode. <laughs> Yeah, because I because like I just expect any time a small podcast gets like reviewed on AV Club, everyone in the comments is probably just like, Ooh, I sound. didn't, I couldn't bring myself to even read yeah. them to see if there was anything bad there. I'm like, I, I don't know yeah. if I'm ready for this. Yeah, <laughs> I, had to, I, I had to read it to find out if we're gay or not. Right. <laughs> um, oh, he's a fag. Yeah. yeah. So what else? Um, 
I guess we should we talk quickly about Video Vengeance? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, it was um, another absolutely. successful for, one. For those of you in Toronto, mm. on Sunday we uh, did our monthly video screening event where we screened a VHS, and mm. we did the Shatner classic, Kingdom of the Spiders. Timeless. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It really really was funny. Yeah. I feel like we hit our... St- I feel like this was the first event where we really hit our stride in terms of like ripping it apart on stage afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and during the movie, people were very... Like just ready to be vocal with yeah, this one. Yeah. Well, we, the movie we plays into were. everyone's hand just fine. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was uh, drunk. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was yelling stuff. Yeah. yeah I was, was the fun. most hungover man who's ever been. Yeah, you didn't yeah. even drink. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> drink, which no. is weird. I ate some nachos yeah. and drank a bunch of soda water. Yeah. 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 I had a rough night the night before <laughs> by choice, but I think uh, some people didn't make it out due to that being out with me, which yeah. is fine. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a that was a mess. Yes. Uh, we'll get into that later, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I love Kingdom of the Spiders it's so much. Super fun. I've seen it a lot of times. Shatner's crazy in that. He's just crazy in it. Yeah. Just every direction he's firing things off in. You know, <laughs> sexual predator. Uh, oh yeah. Hero, yeah. Scientist. If he's not, uh, lasso. Yeah. <laughs> if he if he's not inappropriately touching a young girl's butt, he's throwing her at some spiders. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> It is uh, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you've never seen that movie, you gotta watch it. Oh, it plays yeah. well. At, I feel like it plays well at home too with a couple friends. No, oh, mm-hmm. absolutely for sure. Yep. Yeah. Get me, a hammer, and, get me a hammer and nails. <laughs> <laughs> well, he needed a hammer and nails. He needed a hammer and nails. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Super fun. And keep your eye out for our next event. We'll be putting it up. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, our prizes are getting better too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots yeah, of prizes. Good ones. Available. Some of them come with stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's so, a little in joke for the people that who were there. there. <laughs> there <laughs> I wrote down two really quick news pieces that I saw today. I that, hope one of them is one of the things I want to talk about. Well, I saw that um, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yes, this is what I want to talk has about. Has been confirmed or rumored. Okay, yeah. Was it rumored? It is close to signing. Close to signing. Yeah, the uh, Fletch. Is it going to be a reboot or it's yes. a Fletch One, which I believe is actually based on one of the books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're saying it's going to be closer. In the article that I read said it was going to be closer to the gritty original style right. of the books, which were like noir thrillers. They had like a, some lighter parts to them, but they right. weren't like a comedy. Like no, not like the movie. No. Z- yeah. Um, yeah, which is weird. Like I, I didn't want if they're going to do it. I don't want them to remake Fletch because I no. love it so so much. Yeah. Everything about it, like Chevy Chase is like the, that's a perfect vehicle for him, yeah. Particularly at that time period, the, all the supporting cast is really good. The music, I love Fletch's little theme music, yeah, so doot, great. Doot, doot. <laughs> <laughs> little Harold Faltmeyer, yeah, pretty good. So, but I love Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he's yeah. I think he's got a quality that is similar to that. I don't know. Like I, this makes sense to me. Yeah. And if they're going to do it tonally a little different, that's good. The but, only thing yeah. that I w- I was like if they're not going to go comedy then why do they get a comedian? But I well, do I, like that he has range. Like, I think, yeah. yeah, I think he does and I think that that it's going to do something interesting for his career totally. if it if it works, if it's pulled off yeah. correctly, it'll do something really cool for his career. Yeah, for sure. And I'm and just, he looks like Hollywood career ready right now. Yeah. yeah. At the Oscars, I don't know if you saw him on the red carpet, he's like super thin and all like He's been, he's been like looks like he has people. Taking yeah, care yeah, of him. Right. like he looks like a movie star now. He's got hair yeah. and makeup now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So and well, great, he had hair this guy, he's awesome. Oh, he's always had hair, but yeah. it's very, <laughs> it's very, very nice now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he looks groomed and ready. So I, yeah. this is much better than when they, when they had Ryan Reynolds attached to this. Yo, God. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like that idea. I don't hate Ryan Reynolds. Like, I think but... he, he's been funny, and, and I feel like I've mentioned it a million times, but he's in some comedies where I'm like, oh, I totally understand. Like, he mm-hmm. can be funny. I he can't remember. He's charming. I can't remember where I heard, <laughs> excuse me, where I heard this. Somebody said, I don't hate Ryan Reynolds, but I hate Ryan Reynolds' movies. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah. But th- th- they would make this into one, then. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't just be Fletch. It would be yeah. just like a Ryan Reynolds vehicle yeah. named after something you used to love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not like I'm. In, I'm intrigued. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was a good choice. And mm-hmm. and and maybe yeah. the only choice that would have made me go, oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> made you go, all right. All right. <laughs> it turned you into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. And and yeah, like you said, if you're gonna do it, uh, some sort of like a new, ex- like a new, I don't know, passing of the torch or whatever, yeah. and you're gonna do it a little bit stylistically different. That's probably for the best. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like Fletch, Fletch is a movie that I could put on any day of the week. Yeah. And just fucking laugh Forever. my head off. Yeah, I, I could do it. I haven't seen it in the longest time. Hmm. It's I don't think amazing. I've seen it since college. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back on it. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, with this new Fletch, hopefully they will continue the tradition since it's based off of like a good crime yeah. novel writer's books mm-hmm. that like it will actually be, have a plot that is awesome. Unlike yeah. some of the recent flux of action comedies. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, a story that'd be nice. Yeah, totally. Those were good in those. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then yeah. the other thing was that the Sin City Dame to Kill for trailer came out. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was so underwhelmed. By like, the trailer? Yeah, oh so was I. Oh, my God. Like, I have no interest it, in this. It just... Oh, I, I will definitely fucking see it because I it. loved yeah. the first I'll one. I'll see it, it, but I'm like... Because I fucking love the first one, too. But I saw this trailer, and I was like, meh. Yeah, me too. I was but like, I think they just can't like more show the very much. Yeah. yeah. This is the well, thing. The and, thing. We, and there's no surprise to the look anymore. No. Like the no. first trailers for the original Sin City, like, they didn't really show much, but yeah. it was like, neat looking. Look yeah. at that. Look at it. Uh, <laughs> has, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Turned you into a dog. Yeah, yeah. But so I feel like they're just, like, not yeah. really playing their hand. Like, we know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I saw the still of Marv. I can see and that. Like, hey, it looks exactly the same. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm paying for. But there's, like, weird. do that again. What's the, like, there was, like, was weird electronic music and shit in it like it just felt like a odd trailer to me mm, yeah. like i don't know i would like to see maybe more of a story based trailer and see maybe how that yeah. makes you feel uh, yeah. Yeah. or if it turns me into a dog <laughs> <laughs> probably um yeah did, that's that's all I, I wanted to bring up uh yeah. did you guys see the trailer for uh the devil's knot no. no uh yeah i gotta say this thing looks pretty good wait a minute devil's knot like uh based on the uh the west Memphis three yeah, wasn't uh, there a movie already out called that based uh, on that it, book? It came. The Devil's Knot was at TIFF. Oh, okay. Yeah, and everyone that saw it, that I know that saw it, said it was awful. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, say I the like, trailer made it look all right. Yeah. yeah well, fair, well, it's really good source material. Well, that's the thing. Like, I was excited. Uh, uh, that they were making an actual movie. Yeah. I yeah. like Reese Witherspoon. She's all right. Mm-hmm. Colin Firth is great. I'll have um, to watch the trailer because I didn't watch the trailer just because every like the four or five people that I know that saw it were like, that was garbage. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've heard, too, that, that book, The Devil's Knot, which was uh, written and like really heavily pointed at one guy. Yeah. And, but then once it became really clear that it couldn't possibly have been him and it was like very obvious it was this other guy, the woman who wrote it, who like was really like on <laughs> almost a smear campaign against the one father yeah right uh then was like oh yeah no me too you guys are totally right nah, it's this guy <laughs> look at him look at him it's in his eyes you know so like oh, no. i kind of feel like they're taking a source material and having to like really fuck with it which yeah. might have killed some of this movie but mm-hmm. yeah everything i heard was like mm-hmm. just watch the documentaries yeah i'm gonna check out that trailer i should yeah I i'm definitely it. gonna watch it like oh sure. yeah yeah it's adam mcgoyan right it, yeah. it is adam mcgoyan so, and, and actually i think cast. i think for me i i, I was giving it uh 
um, the benefit of the doubt because I actually just watched uh, Adam McGoyan's uh, Chloe. Mm. Okay. Uh, which is uh, great. Yeah. Uh, no, it's good. Okay. Really solid. Yeah, movie. I haven't seen it. Um, it's uh, filmed in Toronto oh. in the most <laughs> Toronto-y way. I've heard that about that. <laughs> yeah, like literally it's like it, th- they're like, uh, hey, come and meet me at the Cafe Diplomatico. Then we'll go to the Rivoli. Then Alan Gardens. <laughs> like, it is hey, so, have like, you ever seen Argo. the CN Tower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's but it is. Do you need a TTC token? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you one. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, but it's great. It's it's worth a watch. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but uh, all the acting is great. Except yeah, for the kid. I, I know. I remember when it came out. A bunch of people that I know saw it, and I, I'm not to be like I would get all my information for. Hey, people I know said this about this movie. <laughs> yeah. But I, Dan has never. I don't seen actually, a movie. I don't actually watch them. I just <laughs> wait for the public to decide for me. Boy, I can't wait till Greg sees that movie. I know. Um, but yeah, I remember hearing a lot of kind of like good things about it when it came out. Yeah, it's mm. really solid I've been meaning to watch it, yeah. That was, uh, that was uh, one of the two uh, uh, I Love Toronto movies that I watched because oh, right. I rewatched Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Which is so delightful. And so watchable. It's mm. so, it is the most entertaining movie. Everything really about like, it is fantastic. Yeah, I really like that movie. And uh, uh, I rewatched it, uh, not with the intention, but I happened to rewatch it uh, a night before I was going to be playing a show. And, um... In a band. In a band. <laughs> and, uh... Man, that movie just makes you want to play rock and roll in Toronto. <laughs> it just gets you so sad. At the for rocket. It. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they say this place is a suck hole. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> um, but yeah, just yeah, just fantastic. Seeing that movie in theaters when it came out, like, like the way that that movie starts with the bright flashing colors and like the eight bit titles oh, and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like. Oh man! Yeah. Just like yeah. not not right away. Yeah, yeah. you just know like, totally. Eh, this be great. Not like it <laughs> was like a whole new realm of like filmmaking or something, but it was kind of something that I hadn't really like seen that kind of this amalgamation of these kind of like nerdy yeah. things done so perfectly. Yeah, just pitch perfect. And and yeah, I just remember the whole for our first opening with like the music and everything, just being like, oh, okay, man. fuck yeah! And like, all <laughs> of the original music in it is. Fucking awesome! Recorded by Beck and uh, uh, and people like that. All all the music written by uh, Nigel Godrich. Yeah, fantastic. So good. Such a fun time. Yep, definitely fun time at the movies. Yep. (laughs) What else? I I caught up on a bunch of shit. Yeah, I saw a bunch of movies. All right, uh, that I'll tell you about. I saw uh, After Earth. Oh, did Mm. you? Yeah, I did. Really Uh, far removed from the. Sort of well, yeah, not controversy, but I mean, it was pretty smashed upon and, and polarized. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just you know, I it was online. I'm like, I, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, to do. yeah. I, I and it was nice. I I don't have like anything. I'm it was like really forcing myself to watch, or I had a deadline to watch, like for you know other shows yeah. or something like that. So it was just like free time. I'm gonna just watch some piece of shit and not give a fuck. Yeah, and I did. And I, it's a piece of shit and I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like when it ended, you did what it just you came like, to do. It was just such a. It's such a. I don't know why they made this movie. <laughs> yeah, no. it looks pretty good. Uh, it looks all right. Sure. Yeah. Didn't I, look I, I feel like I came down on it pretty soft because I, I think I, my point when I reviewed it was like that it wasn't as bad as everyone was saying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not good. No. But and it just it, it doesn't say anything. Yeah, like just nothing happens. And nothing just happens. Got, like vaguely and odd accents. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, if, I did if, not like if that. If it no. wasn't Will Smith and his son, 
especially if it wasn't his son, because mm-hmm. he's not good in that movie. Really, he's like, it's awful. like watching just a boring kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the most uninteresting human being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. One of, I mean, he really looks like his dad in a couple of shots. Where I was like, holy, that's yeah. It's like Will Smith doesn't have any charm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like it's one of those movies where like if if things were shuffled around and like the script had been worked on a little more and yeah. like, maybe with a different there, cast, it's like uh, this could be something. There is something there. Like I definitely had my interest off the top because um, I like Will Smith I would like to see oh, him yeah. in good movies much like Ryan Reynolds I like Will Smith just none of the movies he makes Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and I imagine someday he'll make something good again or I hope but it, it was just all, you know once the questions start coming in once the movie throws out too many dumb ideas then you have to start going like well, wait a sec. Why would this be like this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ruins having fun with this kind of movie, particularly the. the... <laughs> that should have been the tagline. For yeah. the After Earth, why would this be like this? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect tagline. Find out Friday, <laughs> March fifteenth. Like the uh, Peter Trevor says. The um uh, the the big threat in the movie that the aliens that we, I guess we're at war with. Yeah. That we don't really ever know anything about or see. The whole yeah. fucking intro They've where made they made genetically created monsters to yeah, kill yeah, us but yeah. they've made them blind and their only set way of tracking us is they can smell our fear yeah yep. well, why i know just give them eyes yeah you made them <laughs> that's a really having eyes is a yeah. really good way and, of seeing things. you know give them eyes and they can smell fear yeah, yeah. you're done yeah, exactly. <laughs> also give them torpedoes and stuff <laughs> sure do all that you're making a fucking monster yeah totally I want to make a subtle nuanced monster <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Other than the whole thing of ghosting and all this, that like, was this and really and the dumb. whole intro with like the the clips of 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 fucking like all these shots of Will Smith and and Jaden's like my father was a good, the one that could do the ghosting and stuff. It's just yeah. like this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like mm. like you're just telling me everything because you think I'm a dummy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's so tacked on. That, yeah. That's the thing, and and all of that uh, kind of expository stuff at the beginning, you could so easily pick. Oh up. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What I, about I, it? Yeah. Like a crummy movie. Yeah. And then it just ends. Like it just ends. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, he yeah. made it. I think I, I, yeah, yeah. I think I do remember liking the battle with that monster at the end. I remember uh, thinking that was pretty fun. I don't yeah. even remember the battle. <laughs> they're like on a, they're on a mountain or I've, some shit. It's, only, it's been less than a week since I saw this movie, and yeah. all the stuff I was planning to say has already drifted away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really remembering much. That's a good way to describe it. Not a lot it. goes on in it. It's a very forgettable yeah. uh, crap fest. Uh, yeah. I also watched Ender's Game. <laughs> Oh, oh, I have yeah. not seen Just that. Just out of no, curiosity, because people really go on about how good the books are and stuff like that. I'm like, uh-huh. well, I'm really oh, enjoy something. I feel this. like a lot of people hated that, too. The, the movie. Yeah, the, yeah well, it's not I think good. the devotees of the book uh, yeah. did not like the yeah. movie. Um, now, I'm gonna, I've seen half of it. More, a little more oh, than half. Okay. I gave up. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that unwatchable. I'm, well, it just, I just don't care about anything. Cause, and the kid, the, who's not very good... Uh, sorry, kid actor out there. You know, maybe better next time. <laughs> but not good. Didn't find him interesting. And also, it's, it's not all his fault. The writing too is like he's just too good at everything. Yeah. At no point that I think like yeah. he's not going to make it because he just outsmarts, outthinks, outduels, outdoes Outlasts. everyone in every. <laughs> single scene every conflict that comes his way he's all like no problem you know and he's like i don't know if that's part of the story but i'm like this is really i don't relate to any of this like somebody hit that kid in the face because then i could relate to that guy i got knocking down a bag or two come on i always got hit mostly i watched it because i'm like 
I'm very curious about what's going to happen with Star Wars, and I'm like, I'm waiting to see yeah. a movie where Harrison Ford is awake. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> right. it's like, are you in this movie? Are you trying a little bit? And I think he kind of was a little bit. Like, there was a couple of scenes where I'm like, like oh, I wasn't like, back into it? I'm just super high and like, whatever. Yeah. Is this what I'm wearing today? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm Part of me is tickled by the fact that Harrison Ford's main goal in life is to be high on his porch. That is pretty great. Pretty yeah, all totally. right. He's like, yeah, you earned it, buddy. Go get it. it. Exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely. Too bad he doesn't show up for movies. Last thing I want to talk about, and I think, I don't, Gorman, have you seen this? I don't know. Uh, I don't some watch guy movies. Who kills people? Yeah, right. no, no, no. And I heard. Uh, Sorry, I, it's a movie called "Some Guy Who Kills." People? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring and, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah, and uh, here. Oh shit! Here's. Yeah. I remember when that came out. I saw the trailer and it yeah. blew my mind. Yeah, yeah and and I'll say uh, Dan Gorman's finger on the pulse of what people think about that movie was <laughs> was that it was pretty good. I think. Yeah. Mm-mm. I remember hearing good buzz. Fuck yeah! Uh, Dan Gorman's buzzometer says <laughs> Dan Gorman, right? People Dan Gorman knows say it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's from uh, 2011. Now yeah, right. was it was John Landis or somebody? It. Yes, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. got like a shitload of really good people. It, in it really too. does. That I was feel like Lucy Kev- Davis is in it. And, yep, uh, absolutely. That's uh, why it was on my radar because I, I think John Landis was on a podcast or something, and I mm-hmm. remember kind of seeing a, him being attached to this movie and thinking that it looked interesting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Karen Black, the late great uh, oh, Karen man. Black, is in it, and she's fucking awesome in yeah. it. And Kevin Corrigan's in the lead, and he fucking wicked yeah. like he can be a real weirdo yeah, actor he's somebody i really don't like sometimes but then he was fucking great and big fan yeah uh, i did not care for him in uh super bad he didn't do that much yeah i don't know i really i've liked him in quite a few things yeah. and he's perfect in this and yeah like pitch perfect too yeah. doesn't go too far with anything what, what really blew my head off though is barry bostwick is fucking awesome in yeah. this movie he when he fucking wants to be he is the best mm-hmm. he was one of the best things about spin city which is not a show that i really dug that much but no it I was thought up and down fantastic. but he was very good on it but nice he's, he's hilarious in this movie and it is a it's a horror comedy drama Okay. Thing. Yeah. It's a. It's very difficult to describe, and I really don't Horomida. want to talk I about. Say, <laughs> I was about to say horomedy. <laughs> <laughs> we are idiots. I know. Um, it's directed by a guy named Jack Perez, and while I, I was after I watched it, I'm like, man, that was really good. I really liked that. And I was like, what has he done? And I'm like, how did the guy who made Wild Things Two and Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus make this like thoughtful? Funny and really dark Let's comedy. Not say anything about Wild Things too that we can't take. Back. Okay, yeah, okay. Sorry. All, right. <laughs> yeah. all right, Monster Island. How about that? He did that too. <laughs> <clears throat> Destruction Las Vegas. Um, What's Monster Island? That I don't know. Awesome. All of his movies are just. I like, feel like Destruction Los Angeles is probably like an asylum mockbuster. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds yeah. like that Battle <laughs> Los Angeles. But thing. this movie is just great. Like yeah. the script is good. It's real, and it is. It's really. Did funny. he write it too? Or? No, he didn't. But uh, he, the direction is handled really well. The there is a, a considerable amount of like gore in it, but the gore is played more for laughs mm. for the most part. Not always, but it really straddles this line of being like really dark, really yeah. fucking dark. Yeah, the then, trailer, the trailer upset me. Yeah, <laughs> but then like really bright and weird and quirky at times. Like, but it really it navigates itself really well. And I like that the movie ended. And I'm like, God, I, not, I was not only surprised at how much I liked it, but I loved it. It was just yeah. like, such a treat of a, was it, of a uh, film. Is that on Netflix? It is. Oh, I have to watch sweet. that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. watch the hell out yeah. of that. I was on uh, Ireland. <laughs> Dan, you going to get some friends to watch that for you? Yeah. I'll, I'm going <laughs> to send an email out yeah. to the people that I usually get to tell me what they think about movies. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, big, big fan of this movie. I would strongly recommend it. And what's yeah, it called cool. again? Some Guy Who Kills People. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. Really, really yeah. good. I like, just really that. good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Sweet. Any, is there anything else before we get to... Uh, yeah, one quick thing I want to uh, uh, I want to address on March twenty seventh at yes. the Gladstone Hotel, uh, we are doing the first show of um, Rhiannon Archer right. is going to be doing a podcast here on the network. Uh, the podcast is going to be called Simply the Best, and it's going to be kind of a mix of sketch and stand up. Uh, there's going to be some musical performances. Um, we're going to be doing this thing monthly. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to just re- sort of record the live show. Yeah, Come recorded. on down to uh, to the Gladstone on the 27th of March. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a, a big step for uh, uh, for Modern Superior. So come check yeah, it out. Yeah, live yeah. comedy straight to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like, yeah. That's cool. so awesome. Yeah, and yeah. It's something we don't have. And uh, mm. it's, uh, it's a bit of an undertaking, but we've got, uh, we pretty much got all everything in place. It's going to be pretty fucking sweet, you guys. Pretty <laughs> pretty sweet, man. Sweet, you guys. Yeah, yeah. it's simply going to be the best. The best. <laughs> Sweet, yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I feel like that. It's got, got kind of like a variety show kind of feel, right? Absolutely, like, yeah. Which I yeah. think is, Rhiannon's gonna. Um, <clears throat> it's gonna be kind of charactery. Yeah. Rhiannon's gonna host the thing, um, and uh, uh, yeah, we'll just have different acts. Uh, there will be some storytelling as well. Yeah, um, it, it'll be really sort of open to whatever, like like you say, like uh, very much the variety. Yeah, show kind and of I, format. I think that's something that like I don't know. It's not like a lost art because people still do it, but I just feel like that's I love seeing that. Like oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, and it'll be everything, of course, geared towards the audio because we will mm-hmm. be uh, we'll be recording it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sweet. gonna be fantastic. So come on down and watch the inception of that because this thing's gonna be huge, you guys. Yeah. Hey, speaking Definitely. of stand-up comedy, yeah, uh, on HBO they have um, all uh, the website. They have a whole shitload of old comedy specials on there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found. Uh, Remember they used to do the HBO comedy half hour? Totally. Yeah. In the middle of the 90s. I found Louis C.K.'s. Oh, oh his like first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's oh, got my. hair and stuff. Yeah, and he's, where like, he was a little bit like a more surrealist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just really weird to watch. And there's a Mark Maron one from like 1995. Oh, nice. And he's oh, totally man. like 90s guy. And it's like, yeah. Oh, God. He <laughs> yeah. was the worst in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, everybody loved him and everything. <clears> but <throat> yeah, like yeah, I, it, you watch like, that It's like a different comedian. Yeah. So is Louis C.K. Yeah. Because then I watched Oh, My God right after that. I'm like, yeah, it's like totally different people. Yeah. But uh, he was trying to fit into a mold. Where yeah, like, yeah. He does have some great jokes. Like oh, his whole good. thing about positive stereotypes, that yeah. is a fantastic thing. And, uh, his breakfast ordering thing. Oh, the for, breakfast ordering thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very funny. Some of it just doesn't. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't all hit. But. No, no, no. Uh, but that was that was kind of cool to see these. There's a whole bunch of really odd old ones on there, and you know, forgotten. I walked. Out, I watched a Jake Johansson special. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he's all right. He's all right. Yeah, I, I, I had a uh, when I was a kid. I had a cassette of uh, HBO's uh, you know Young Comedy Tour yeah. or whatever that whole thing mm-hmm. was, and Jake Johansson was on that, and had some very good, really, really good delivery. Yeah, I think was his strong point. Yeah, yeah. it's really neat to watch this old, you know, uh, best thing I want from the nineties, middle of the nineties. The best thing I watched was Ray Romano. Nice. He his stand up is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Good stuff. And after we had killed him last week, on yeah, the yeah, TV dad, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 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 pretty good. And I just feel like watching his stand up is like that the charm and like uh, relatability of him. Yeah, and his stand up. Yeah, uh, didn't I don't I don't think it was on the show. I feel like the character of Ray Barone was like different than 
I don't know, just something, something not something connecting. Missing. There. He was too yeah. dopey or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, was, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things it where you look at the at the stand up, and then you can totally understand why, like at that time, he would be kind of picked because you're like, oh, oh, this yeah. is going to fucking transfer over to a sitcom, for sure, for sure. like brilliantly. And, and then I'm, it's, I mean, I'm, which, I'm I'm in the minority here because that show ran for like well, a decade. Oh, yeah, like, it didn't it didn't for us, it. but it did for yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. So you know, fair enough. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. And okay. So one other quick thing you you got on my mind. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of sort of like retro stuff, yeah. if anyone uses Crackle on their yeah. PlayStation or computer, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that this was funny, and I watched a couple of them, and I'll probably watch a few more. But they um, they just added a series of Jeopardy throwbacks. What? Yeah, well, it's, so it's just like so old episodes it, of Jeopardy. Yeah, in preparation <laughs> for this thing that they were doing, where they're going to bring back all like the best winners ever. They have all oh. of the. They have like one. Not from so it. you can like watch it and re- memorize everything. Then no, invite someone I, over and be like, yeah, I don't know, Jeopardy's on. You want to watch? Yeah. <laughs> you could totally do that though with this crackle stuff, and I will be doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like they have one from every year from like eighty-five to like ninety something, and it's just like interesting to go back and see what it looked like early, and then kind of watch it like transition with like they had got new lights, and then they got new TV yeah, screens, and back with his mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good and old it, days. and. and yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly, they had they had some good movie categories on some of the ones I watched. Yeah. So I was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you're ever bored and you have crackle, and don't know what to watch, try yeah. it out. Jeopardy yeah. flashback. Do it up. <laughs> You'll have to watch the same commercial three times in a row every commercial this break, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the worst thing about crackle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's free. What are you gonna do? Exactly. Yeah. Convenient. <laughs> mm. Sweet. Well, on that note, yeah, let's get down to film roulette. Fuck yes. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Casey and I went and saw the Alan Partridge Alpha Papa film, and this is the first film in the Alan Partridge... uh, Well, first time that character has been on the big screen, and Mm -hmm. uh, the loser who rolls the lowest has to go see something shitty. None Mm. of us were particularly interested in seeing 300 Rise of an Empire, so... Greg drug himself to see that piece of crap. Well, we'll find out if it's a piece of crap or not. Yeah. Yeah. But the loser who rolls the lowest gets to give the High Rollers an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, Casey got to punish Greg and I previously with a Suzanne Vega album from this year or 2013? Uh, this year. This, 2014. this year. So uh, we'll be talking about that as well and rolling for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. that's how we play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of Casey and I, Alan Partridge. It's <laughs> a hell of a segue. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of we're people, uh, <laughs> we went and saw this movie, uh, Alan Partridge. Uh, well, on IMDb it says Alan Partridge, and then it also says AKA Alan Partridge Alpha colon Alpha Papa. Alpha Papa. Um, so this movie is about uh, Alan Partridge. He's a DJ at a radio station, which is taken over by a new media conglomerate, which you would think would be enough for some sort of a comedy plot, but it sets in motion a change of events, which see Alan having to work with the police to defuse a violent siege on the radio station. Yeah. Being performed by his uh, previous co-worker who was just fired. Yes. Cole sort Meany. of at the hand of, of Alan Partridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay, so what did you think? I was drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I think this coffee's great. <laughs> right? 
Um, so Sorry, I meant about the movie. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Um, so I, we mentioned it last week, but I'm not super familiar with the Alan Partridge character, mm-hmm. and I didn't go and watch the the TV stuff to prepare. I kind of wanted to go in just being like, what's this all about? Because mm-hmm. um, I had also read that um, it was kind of good for beginners or fan, longtime fans. Right. Which yeah, I, it, it does stand alone as something because yeah. it's it's... Uh, I I have seen the show. I watched a couple of episodes today as well uh, in preparation. Yeah. I keep wanting to call the show the Alan Partridge Project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, you really don't need to know. There's no backstory yeah. or anything. And, and, and it's just familiarity with the character. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Seen, which, which you don't need for the movie. Chunks of the first series and the second. Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second series is better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and and as somebody that had never seen any of the other stuff, well, I've seen clips and stuff, but never really been familiar with the character. They do set it up. It's just kind of like you can go into this movie just being like, oh, it's a DJ character named Alan Partridge. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, all yeah, you yeah. need to that, know. That's that's for literally this. all you need for the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the movie, it um, is very standalone. Yeah, I thought this movie was really funny. I laughed uh, out loud throughout. I didn't mm-hmm. think that it was like wall to wall amazing. No, but it's not. It's not actually a great movie. It's, uh, it's just really funny, and the yeah. character is fantastic. It's just a good comedy. Yeah, yeah, and and but I but I, the my sort of um, postscript about what I feel about the movie is kind of like. I could totally see this movie being something that I come back to again and again and eventually loving because it's so sort of anti-dry humor. It's just kind of like snap, boom, 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 like quips and stuff, which is also quintessentially British as well. Right. But but I feel like there was a lot of stuff... There was a lot of gaps between my kind of like big belly laughs, but when mm-hmm. I did laugh, it was fucking like just big laughs. It's always, yeah, like the humor is always mildly entertaining, and yeah. then there are huge, like amazing totally. lines. Yeah, um, but I feel like rewatches, I'm, I want to give this movie the benefit of the doubt that yeah. I'll go back and be like, oh, that little line, I, that's hilarious. Or I, I just kind of feel like the story is... It is, yeah, it is what it is. very secondary, and it's like, what? Now that's happening, and why is that guy in a car? Yeah, what? totally. It was uh, easily, it was, it was very sort of... I definitely watched it in a little bit of a passive way. I my I didn't have a like my attention wasn't grabbed Absolutely. by the movie. Absolutely. Um but th- that being said, I would I would highly suggest it because totally. the jokes that land are so, so great funny. and his character work like Steve Coogan is yeah. amazing. Yeah. He really is one of the funniest people oh, for going sure. right now and one of the most talented like to go from uh you know from from co-writing, producing and starring in Philomena to uh to Alan Partridge like, Yeah. The, his range is fantastic. Totally, yeah. Um, There's just so many little barbs and stuff that were just super funny. Like the like um, when he's talking about like his uh, coworker being Irish or whatever, and he's like, they think saying "feck" is somehow not as bad as "fuck" or whatever. And then later, <laughs> he's like, "feck the police" or whatever. Just <laughs> yeah. like all these little things that are just so funny. Yeah. And there's a scene where he's trying to crawl out of the. Uh, out of the radio station yeah. through like or into the radio station through a window and he ends up with his pants off there's a, a capper to that with a paparazzi where i was just like fucking died laughing yeah it's it's really and you just you just see it coming as yeah, it happens exactly there's like, just like ah yes they yeah. did it yeah there's a lot that's a good way to explain kind of the comedy there's a lot of things where you're like you don't realize that it's about to go there until it does, yeah. and then you're so happy that it did. It yeah. makes you he laugh builds so things big, really well. In yeah, general, sure. You know? Or just as good at like dropping something into a situation and letting it sit there for a long yeah. time until yeah. it becomes funny. Oh yeah, and the the show is really good like that. And actually, uh, in in watching the show again, the show came out in '97. Uh, the British version of The Office came out in 2001. Yeah. And um, in watching the show again, I hadn't seen the show since I watched. Um, 
since I've seen The Office. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, I wonder how much of this Ricky Gervais kind of borrowed from. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of mannerisms, Alan Partridge mannerisms, that that Ricky Gervais really sort of borrows. And I was kind of like, ah, God, it's so disappointing because I... Used to really love Ricky Gervais, and I'm becoming way less and less enamored of him. Yeah, but, yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, the Office will always be great, and Extras yeah. will always be absolutely almost great. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, the it, it's, it's really great. good. It just it's isn't just not as, as what the level of the Office. Yeah. Is. Right. But the ending of of Extras is fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, did you this see any of him. the uh, the first Alan Barger series, the one from '94, where it's just a talk show like you don't know behind no, the I, scenes at all you just I've see never seen that ridiculous talk show it's, it's, no I've, I've actually only seen the series uh just just when the, the show is being when canceled. he's on the radio yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. uh it's it's very good i was watching a bit of that uh just because i couldn't see this movie this week yeah right yeah and the first episode is like there's a great example of steve coogan's humor where he's supposed to have his guest is uh, uh she's supposed to, he wants her to uh, jump uh, over uh a fence with a horse. She's a horse rider, right? mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's not just something. You no, want. no. Yeah. And she's like, "You can't do this. Like, this is a concrete floor. Like, I'm not going like, the horse." Will. And he's like, "Well, <laughs> it's live television. Like, well, just take it away before the, the horse weight shits on the floor." And then for the rest of that interview, and then the next interview, just over his shoulder in the frame is the horse shit. And it just sits there for so long, and it just started making me laugh more and more. Yeah. Until finally, he's like. Can we get someone to? It's in. It's you know. I, they're going to associate it with me. <laughs> Just, it's such good, like little, yeah, you yeah. know, it's smart little placement stuff. But the yeah. second series is better. When yeah. You see a bit of him as a human being walking yeah. around. You know. Yeah. Very good. Sorry. Yeah, I, I I think this movie's mm-hmm. super funny. Yeah. Like for the most part, I would definitely recommend it. I feel like I got the sense that people that were longtime fans. Or aren't disappointed, but I got the sense that like they've been waiting for a really long time for him to kind of hit a movie. Yeah, and it like I, I think if you are a hardcore fan of the show and of the structure of the show and 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 everything to do with the show, you might be disappointed. It's I mean it's obviously like they've made this movie. I don't think that they've made it for crossover potential necessarily, but no. I mean it's clearly kind of like big budget yeah uh the script is kind of like a lot of those kinds of we've taken a character and we need to place him in this sort of script that's not going to really go anywhere super surprising right it's just kind of like oh he's stuck in a siege and blah yeah. blah, blah sort of thing it's yeah, like it's yeah, a it's, supplanted character uh in, in a completely different world yeah um I can but see that. Th- that said it's it's yeah. so watchable yeah mm-hmm. i will definitely be watching this again because yeah. i do think like i said it will grow over time mm-hmm. to be something that will be sort of like super quotable. I won't watch it anytime soon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, I won't watch it anytime soon. No, I mean but, like in a year or two, I'll probably revisit it, and then right. maybe like I just feel like it's it when I'm in the mood for an easy laugh. I feel like it's going to be one of those kind of just like mm-hmm. I'll get the, with this because I know it's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's yeah, definitely some pretty laugh out loud hilarious shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So definitely check it out. Like uh, it's it's in theaters in Canada now. So so yeah, hit yeah. it up. Yeah. Definitely worth your time. It's definitely better than some of the comedies I've been seeing in theaters the past few years. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. So now we have uh, Greg went and saw... 300, 300 Rise, Rise of an of Empire. Um, this is directed by... By Noam no Murrow. Noam Murrow. Uh, Zack Snyder wrote the screenplay with Kurt Johnstad. Did he? So, apparently. Well, um, I don't know why I'm... <laughs> Starring oh, and he wrote it with Diddy. No. <laughs> Starring Ava Green. Who else is in this thing that would be? Uh, Sullivan Green. Stapleton, oh, Lena Headey's yeah. in it. Um, 
I don't know, a couple of people from the first movie, uh, Rodrigo Santoro's back as Xerxes, you know, most, yeah. but mostly it's all new people. What you know. an interesting director to get for this, too, because the only other thing he's made is kind of like a comedy drama from 2008 called Smart People. Not, oh, I remember that. Thing. Not an action movie. No, yeah. no. Well, I mean, this one's so just, you know, pick up where somebody style, else left like, off. Like, just do this again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Um. So, yeah. 300 Rise of an Empire. So what's this about? This is about fake history. Okay. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I have no idea what the plot of this thing is. It's, no. uh, I have well, no idea what a, the plot of 300 was. No. Yeah. It's a, it's a companion piece more than a sequel to 300. It's just like, I didn't like 300. Um, no, me either. Me either. And, I'd uh, forgotten all about it. Like, it, a lot about it I didn't like. Um... I hated everything I told you guys off mic uh, when we were hanging out the other day, but yeah. I hated everything about 300 except for the way that the blood looked like ink on a page. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In some of the... And I, th- but that didn't... I, okay, anyway. This movie is... It's set... A, it, you're basically looking at other characters and what they're doing while the story of 300, the first movie, is happening. Okay. Oh, so okay. Leonidas and the 300 Spartans are doing their thing, and so you're with... Um, a, a different guy who's a more of a political figure. Um, he's an Athenian, and what he's doing, trying to balance Leonidas's actions and trying to stop this war from happening, or okay. protect Greece from Persia. Um, and then it goes to be, you know, it goes then then the, those two stories meet, and then you go beyond. Yeah. So is uh, I don't even know what to say. Like I didn't like three hundred. So liking I, this was better than I thought it would be because okay. it's not. It looks it's of the same quality visually. Right. It is the exact same story except this time instead of the big gold deep voice guy, he's in it too. But he's off with Leonidas. So you have his military uh, leader or whatever who's played by uh, Ava Green. From um, Casino Royale. Okay, yeah. yeah. Green, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Er, uh, yeah. yeah. Am I pronouncing that I right? Green? <laughs> yes, Ava Green. Yeah. Uh, and she's fine in it. Um, so, yeah, it's but it's basically the same thing as where you have a gigantic army, a small amount of uh, Greeks with British and Irish accents. Yeah. Um, doing, like, it's brave. It's essentially Braveheart. It's like, there's the big uh, army. We're the small one, but we have, like, little clever tricks to you know, you know, lure them into traps and beat them that way, and look how awesome we are at it. Right, and it's just that like kind of over and over for a while, and it, it looks fine. The fighting is the same. Blood looks weirder in this one though. Like okay. I, it's thicker and uh, darker color, so it looks more like uh, you know, like uh, like they're trying to get away with blood in a in a, tra- in a non red band trailer. Right, right. Or like <laughs> I felt like I was watching like a gum commercial from the '90s where like there's something in the gum that goes bloosh. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're watching a Gushers commercial? Yeah, (laughs) totally. Like early CGI. Like it looks really, it doesn't have the same texture as anything else. Not just in the sense that it's liquid because it's blood, but I mean, it looks like it's it, it really doesn't feel like it's in the same world. It's I like love this, <laughs> like it should be spelling I things when it stop hits. Stop picturing the... like yeah, like a bubblicious like <laughs> yeah, those little yeah, packages and, where they and, have and the like blue on it, going yeah. like boil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god, <laughs> there was an action to go along with that noise. <laughs> so it's not just kids going boil. <laughs> yeah, that's not just kids popping straight face, <laughs> arms at their sides. <laughs> Um, that kid likes I don't even know what to say about this movie. Like it, it. I guess it accomplishes what it's supposed to. Okay. And in some ways, I liked it a little better than the 
than the other one. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like, remember in the first one, the 300 Spartans had those red capes and they all fought the guys and like, well, this time the capes are blue. Okay. And now there's <laughs> boats. Is there is there a lot of boat stuff? And Yeah, there's a fair amount of boat stuff, but <laughs> like, boat, it's boat so hijinks? wrapped up in that over-stylized look that none of it yeah. feels... Like, I didn't feel anything. This, this is the problem. Okay. I didn't feel anything while I was watching this movie because there's not really anyone that you feel particularly connected to or that you're like, oh, I hope this works out for. Because, I don't know. It just They, they don't set anything that... I don't, uh, I don't know. There's no relatability to any characters. You don't feel sympathy for anyone necessarily. Or, Are you or drawn interested to anyone. in anyone? No? Not really, okay. because there's a lack of charisma across the board. Like Brutal. Not, uh, okay. Gerard Butler... Yelled everything, but he yelled it in a way that people latched onto, and it had a, a thing to it. Became and, you like know, a meme on the internet. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. right? You know, this is Sparta, and tonight we dined in hell, and these big things. And so you could at least attach onto him, and that you know he's he left the wife behind, and he feels sympathy for the hunchback and stuff like that. Whereas this, the not it's not really uh, maybe it is a performance problem, but the the lead guy in this I don't remember his name. Uh, he's just. Uh, Sullivan it, he's so okay. If if Sparta is like the heart of Greece in this world, in this storytelling method, they're like the you know the linchpin that holds the uh, the fate of Greece uniting together. But they're like kind of the heart and soul, and Leonidas is the the uh, uh, the passionate leader of them. And this guy is more of a political uh, character, but it it comes across as that, so you don't feel connected to him or want to go on a journey with him. He's just. He is kind of a political guy. He's a very good military strategist, but it isn't done out of a, uh, I don't know, a sense of humanity you can get behind or something like that. I Maybe I'm asking for too much, but I just didn't feel <laughs> anything, like nothing. And I'm just like, I, and I don't like the stylized look of the fighting in this in this mm-hmm, franchise. Yeah. So that's the big selling point. Yeah, that's the big point. And I'm bored during the fights, and I'm even more bored in the fake Greek history. Yeah. You know? And I'm sitting there with my Greek wife. <laughs> like... <laughs> It is bullshit, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so just every once in a while you hear, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, she was very good about it, and didn't she knows that it's just a fucking stupid fantasy yeah. movie. But, yeah, uh, it's from from the looks. But, oh, yeah, and people are, like saying what their names are and stuff like that, and she's going like, yeah. <laughs> she knows what the translations are. Um, I can't remember what the one guy's name was, but it was silly. Anyway, it's. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. If you don't, if you didn't like three hundred, don't watch. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't. No. You won't like it. Okay. But if you really like 300, here it is again. Yeah. But yeah. with less catchphrases. Slightly better, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe better. Like, I don't I don't know. It's the same fucking movie. It's exactly yeah. the same, but the capes are blue. 
Okay. You know? Well, that was my major problem with the first one. <laughs> Me too, yeah. <laughs> All these like, fucking red games. What is with these games? Why are they red? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it just it, from the trailers, it just that's it kind of looked like it was just going to be. I mean, I've been coming, been becoming increasingly uh, wary of these blockbuster movies like Man of Steel and stuff, where they just fucking toss action at you for the final half. And this movie just looked like that. It just looked yeah. like just straight up, just like yeah, uh, the final. And, half yeah, none of the forever. action is particularly interesting. Like I'll give. See now, I'm con- I'm convincing myself now that actually the first one's better because it had. Well, it has the source material, which is good. Like, it works in Frank Miller's graphic novel just because it is sort of like, it's like telling a fable. Like, this is what, yeah. this one, yeah, just, right. it leans a little too heavy towards, I don't know, it doesn't translate well. But at least it was a setup, like, here's what the 300 Spartans did, and they threw, and it's told like a fantasy. And, you know, and the, the evil Persians threw every type of uh, army at them, and they were able to defend, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, people from all over the world. And so you right. got to see all these different fighting styles come at the Spartans and how they would deal with it. This was just like a guy on a boat, girl on a boat. Yeah, go get him. We yeah. didn't get him. We'll try again tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> didn't get him this time either. Our boat sank. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't, it lacked any, there's nothing memorable about yeah. it. There was no memorable moment in this movie at all. Okay. Nothing. Literally nothing. Now I'm really thinking about it. Like there wasn't a, at least you had the great shot of, you know, uh, Leonidas kicking that kicking guy in the, the you know, this is Sparta, I'll kick you in this hole, yeah. you fucker. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the classic line. That was the original draft. <laughs> hey, you fucker, I'm going to kick you right in this hall because this is Sparta. Yeah, yeah. And the original line, instead of the other guy going, ah, was, hey, why'd you kick me in the fucking balls, you asshole? I'm not, not going to lie to you, I wish you hadn't kicked me in this hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get my revenge someday when I get out of this hole. <laughs> This hole is really deep. I didn't expect it. Oh, there's a spider down here. (laughs) It's very cold. Oh, never mind. It was just a cobweb. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, well, I sat down here thinking, well, I think it was better than 300. But now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, no, it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But again, I didn't like 300, really. But I get its place in pop culture. Yeah. You know? And and people, some people really dug it, and that's fine. Yeah. You know? So, Fair enough. Yeah. So if you want to go see something not memorable in the least. But again, see. if you really like 300, this is not a bad companion piece to it. It's yeah. interesting. You see a different side of that story. Yeah, I think that that's so actually that's an interesting there. way this, to attack I, I won't totally shut on it. I didn't have the worst time. But yeah, yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. You know, if you're going to, yeah, I don't know, make <laughs> up history and stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's my story. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Because Casey lost, and uh, on the last episode, he got to give us an album to listen to for the previous week, and that album was by Suzanne Vega, mm-hmm. and it was called the Tales the from the Realm tales. of the Queen the of Pentacles. Tentacles of the Queen. Tales from the Dark If you side. could hear, I yeah, I got it right. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, it's not a contest. Yeah, mm. Tales from the Realm of the Queen of Pentacles. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I listened to this myself. Okay, oh, did you? Interesting. Okay, okay. I'm excited to talk about yeah. this. I feel like it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. You gave it to us because of because some stuff that she had done in the past, right? Yeah, like you were I always familiar. found her kind of ridiculous. Okay, now, I, kind would, of, I, I was thinking this might be kind of like her late '80s, some early '90s stuff, which is what I'm most familiar with, which is kind of artsy stuff, weird arty stuff. Yeah, right. like I like Tom's Diner. I don't like Luca. Right. Uh, but then I, yeah, that album she put out in like '92, 99.9 Fahrenheit degrees. I I didn't mind that Blood Makes Noise song and the title okay. track. 
I don't really remember him too well, but I remember at the time yeah. being like, "Well, this is sort of industrially weird." Okay. Right, right. This is this, but this new album is not that at all. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and I and I went into this app like I don't think I've ever heard any of those songs, and I mm-hmm. went and I didn't listen to those other songs because I was kind of like, "I'm going into this thing sure. flying blind." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, not even going to read up about her or anything. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't know if I want to play my hand. Would you? How do you guys want to? I I will say that I did not find this laborious to sit to list to sit not through. at all not at no. all. I thought it was it, it's not something I would ever listen to again. No. But it's something that if if a mom was like, I want something with a little bit of integrity to listen <laughs> yeah. to. I t- and, I thought about my mom all through this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, like like if if my mom was like, I'd like. I'd like something that feels artistic, but I'm not going to be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd, I'd be like, oh, then check out the new Suzanne Vega album. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I was like, you know what? Good on you, Suzanne. Vega. Yeah, sure. I, I like except I, for uh, don't uncork what you can't contain because there's that kind of like weird rappy. Yeah, like, when it gets in the candy part. shop and she's like kind of weirdly just not half-assed rapping, which nobody no. should do. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird track. I did think that it was. I I enjoyed the production. I thought it was. F- pretty pretty well produced sure. and there was definitely like the first couple songs i was like okay I, i'm you know like this was it, it from what i was reading on like the audio like artist description when i was listening to the album it kind of linked her in with the like little fair stuff and mm-hmm. and all that and so that kind of framed my perspective of this album and i was like okay this is like you know it's still kind of arty yeah. it's not in your face arty but like um some of it I was kind of like this is pleasant I'm not yeah, I don't yeah. mind this yeah. I, I like some music that sounds like this I like Laura Marling's new album like a lot I kind of like that style of stuff when it's done properly yeah. I wouldn't say that this is like an amazing album but I was kind of like I won't listen to this again I had a fine time listening to it yeah yeah Ex- with the exception yeah, I won't this is it's not for me at yeah. all but exactly. I mean it's that- it's nicely produced. Yeah. It's nicely written. She's got. She has a very good way with words. She yeah, does, for yeah. the most part. So yeah, if you if you want something that's in a kind of inoffensive folk rock. Yeah, yeah. Like if your mom is taking a painting class or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, totally. and she wants something to paint to, well, yeah, this is totally. What or even absolutely. like I could see this like coming up on the radio or like a mix CD. Like if you're like at a cottage or something, you're like hanging out somewhere like a campfire. Like I just feel like. I don't know. Like I could see this coming, like songs from this coming up, and me just being like, okay, that fits in with this like yeah. vibe of what people are. I don't know. Yeah, inoffensive hangout yeah, 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 music, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, not inoffensive in the sense that it's you know just you know wallpaper. No, it's uh, no. There's there's artistry to the yeah, songwriting yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, right, for sure. Yeah, she's quite talented. Yeah. Well, good. But good yeah, I'll never you, listen Suzanne. to this ever again. Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to listen to this. <laughs> no. there, like a bunch of the songs, I just, uh, like, I got the gist of it, and I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm satisfied here. I'm yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. I couldn't, because I was listening to it as a punish album. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I had the sort of, the luxury <laughs> of I had doing to give that. it the go-through a couple times. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Yeah, fellas. definitely. I was just, yeah, I was a kind of, from sort of the first track or two, I was kind of like, okay, I could see this grading on me eventually, but I was just kind of like, no, it didn't, whatever. Yeah. Pass yeah. it up, pass it by, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Definitely. Well, yeah, you uh, went and saw 300, Greg. I did. So Greg, uh, for the listener, told Casey and I on Sunday at Video Vengeance that he really hoped 300 was good because uh, if it wasn't, if it was painful to sit through that he had a real fucking piece of shit or 
something really yeah, painful. Yeah, I was to... like, good. I have, t- I have two albums in mind, and depending on the nature of <laughs> 300 Rise of an Empire, yeah. I, I would pick between those two. Yeah. It sounded like a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> but listen, a lot has happened since I had that conversation with you guys okay. a uh-huh. day and a half ago. <laughs> right. um, that, and that was just, uh, something else came to my attention, and I just feel like your Alan Partridge movie was kind of like, man, it was all right, it's pretty funny. It's, and my 300 was like, not very good, but not okay. terrible. And same thing with Suzanne Vega. So I'm pushing in an extreme area. Oh, no. I'm going to go with a new album that I'm oh, pretty no. certain is going to be just terrible. Oh, oh, God. And it's just funny because here, I'll get, uh, I have mistakenly uh, purchased albums by this group before. <laughs> uh, I uh, Mistakenly how? I'm going to tell you how. Right. Um, when, uh, you know, back when you had to buy everything. Yeah. And I, I bought cassettes primarily from my Walkman. Wait, is this a new Radicals album? Because you <laughs> bought no, their album. I did buy that too. And I would buy a lot of shit. Just, you had to. You know, that's yeah, how you yeah. found stuff. Mm-hmm. And you had to make a lot of choices and just like, I'm going to gamble on this, particularly when traveling. When traveling, I would love to buy new music yeah. for the, the yeah. traveling experience. And you, you learn things that way. You know, that's, uh, uh, you get deeper into bands you already liked or you figure out things about yeah, bands. Yeah. You, you know, um, yeah, so uh, anyway, I went down <laughs> to the States one time, and uh, I was visiting my brother, and I was coming home, and I had gone to, uh, there was a mall that I would stop in on the way when I would take the train, and I bought, uh, there was a, they had all these cheap-ass fucking cassettes in this bin at this store, and so I bought like three albums, just because I'm like, I've been told by some people that had similar taste to me that they liked them, and they were kind of like a buzz band at the time. I'm Did like, I oh. tell you that some people said it was good? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and I bought three, and I really tried to listen to them. Really tried. And were all three bad? They, oh, they were terrible. Were they all three by the same I band? I like one song, two songs on one of the albums. Were, were they all the same band? Yes. I Whoa, bought three albums no. by 311. Oh, oh dude, I no. knew it was going to be 311. <laughs> Because you went through a phase of trying to listen, trying to, to listen like, to them. You yeah. tried your hardest, you know, because I bought all three of them. I hate three. They're really bad. Me too. And and I have a similar experience with three eleven in that, like when I was in college, I had a lot of friends, and I and I was like, when I went into college, I was kind of coming out of like punk rock and mm-hmm. pop punk and stuff, yep. like just really only listening to that and being like, now I'm into hip hop, now I'm into metal, now I'm this. so like I a lot of my friends were also kind of punk rock people that were kind of like. Saying that 311 was really cool, and yeah. also because I liked ska, and and so exactly. like it was kind of just like, oh yeah, you know, you like reggae, you like ska now, so like Ugh. here's this band that kind yeah. of has all this melting pot, and I remember listening to a couple songs and being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it's so middle of the road, <laughs> yeah, like, well, it is the most, and like, it's one of those middle of the road bands that people bleh. get fucking. Like the like, there was a guy in our dorms that that was like the three eleven guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh and God, they, yeah. they have those people. How where, often did he get beat up? Oh, never, because <laughs> he was so like artistic. He was like the arty guy in our class, and and it's one of those bands where they're just like, like people just talk about them like, yeah, the bassist and oh, the yeah, guitar no, work, and like they really it, fucking, it, it. they go nuts for it. It's like fish people. Yeah, it's really like gross production dead too. People. The production sucks. Yeah, oh, I don't know what it's like now. But you'll tell me because this is—it's their new album. Uh, it came out today. Uh, gross. Uh, yep. It's so called gross. Stereolithic. Ooh, I see what yeah, they did yeah. there. And in, on the album cover, the uh, second E of stereo is a three, Ooh. and then the eyes and lithic Wait, are one. Wait, the ones. second one? 
Stair Stair three oh Stair three oh Stair three oh Stair three Stair three Stair three Stair three Kelly Kelly Kristen Hulman Kelly 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 Well fuck you Yeah This is gonna suck And it's an hour long This album I want to see. I'm gonna time how long it takes me to fall asleep. To I think that this is gonna be too aggressively bad to fall asleep yeah, to. I'm gonna maybe. time how long it takes me to like throw my computer at the window in anger. Uh, mm. Boo! All right. Well, yeah, yeah boo, boo for to this. you, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, but yeah, things had to happen. And also, this was a preemptive strike because I didn't want this coming my way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it would have made yeah, the round. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, right. And so now we move out of a distressful moment of the show where Casey and I are realizing we have to listen to 311 for yes. the rest of the week mm-hmm. into maybe the most stressful role of uh, 2014. Uh, so definitely of 2014, for a sure. wide chasm between these two <laughs> movies. Um, it's crazy. I have, when I, because re- I was looking at the movies today and like Need for Speed opens on Friday and I, and I, we've talked that that looks pretty fucking fun and stupid, sure. but we can't pick it. No. Okay. We literally Certainly cannot not. pick it. It because the Grand Buda- Budapest Hotel is opening. Okay, the, yeah, the uh, new Wes Anderson film. Right. Yeah, yeah, because it opened with uh, limited. Everyone ever in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, with like the best. Totally. Cast. And it opened mm. limited a week ago or so in L.A. and and New York, and and now it's finally hitting Canada. So we fucking got to see this thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. So excited for it. Yeah. Now, if you're thinking like, what could we be so worried about to lose? I mean, we've got a movie that we're all fucking dying to see here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, if you lose, you can't go see the movie. Yeah. You have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so... Which I always love seeing Wes Anderson movies in the theater. Oh, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah. You can see it in the theater, just not right away. You know, wait yeah, but if I don't, I won't. Yeah, I know. It, gets, know? it gets hard to catch up. Yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, with what we'll, we'll, we'll have to see another movie next week. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I don't even want to talk about it. The yeah. next I do. You know what? You, know you what? guys are making this sound worse than it's going to be. The, I, I'm actually, I, I really want to see the new Wes Anderson. I love that guy. I've loved mm-hmm. all of his movies. But there's a, I have a fascination. I have a sick fascination. I hope you lose then. <laughs> uh, I really don't because I'm the one who always gets stuck seeing his weird melodrama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, not in this one. If no. he was in it, I would inevitably have to go watch it yeah okay so the or at he, least he's not playing a lady in it the, yeah the he in particular here is longtime. see you next wednesday villain <laughs> tyler perry yes who puts out movies they do well yeah they're great at the box office yep. they're not for us uh well, and I'm they're starting usually to come around bizarre. on Madea movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greg has found uh, something going there on. For I've been brainwashed. <laughs> um so I can't wait for the next one. At the, I know and and we I think we've spoken about it before how like picking his movies for the losers all the time could I don't know how does that make us sound but I mean they're always bizarre uh, they're and so weird. Bad. They're so yeah. bad. He's and, not a good filmmaker. And something no, that we No, he just makes terrible movies. Yeah. yeah. Really um bad. but this one is called The Single Moms Club. <laughs> It, okay. And it seems like he makes movies so far out of his own reach. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the IMDb uh, synopsis here is brought together by an incident at their child's school. A group of single mothers from different walks of life bond and create a support group that helps them find comedy in the obstacles of life. Um, oh, my God. It just sounds insufferable. <laughs> 
I, I wasn't even listening. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be about a, a group of moms who find solidarity in making each other laugh. I hope it's great. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? Like we just like oh yeah, sure. it's just like you one of these hope it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, like it's like not going to be. I really do hope. Like because because we do rip on Tyler Perry all the time. Oh, he is in this one. Uh, oh, is he? Yeah. Is he a man in it? Yes. Well, this boo. movie nope. starts. I hope to God one day he makes. <laughs> Uh, a fucking like a Oscar one. contender. Yeah. Like, I hope he really just fucking gets it right and then just nails it. Because I will be so on board with him. Yeah. This will not be the one. <laughs> yeah, so starring Amy Smart, uh, Tyler Perry, and uh, Terry Crews and some other people. Yeah, Wendy so, McClendon Covey, I think, is in it. Yep. Uh, this is a... Uh, I really want to not see that, and I really want to see Wes Anderson's new movie. So Casey's going to roll first for yeah, Single Moms I... Club versus uh, Budapest Hotel. Mm. Casey is rolling. He... I'm shaking it up all good. He's rolled a oh one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Casey, your hand. Why did I open my big, fat idiot mouth? <laughs> Casey rolled a one. I am a oh, fucking right. idiot. I am rolling. Get a one, get a one, get a one, get a one. That's a three. That is yeah. a three. That's a nice, solid uh, three. Good, good job. All right. Greg's rolling. Come I'm on. Rolling. Oh, come on. Come buddy. on. Get me out of here. I'm having a coffee meltdown right now. Too. Yeah, I can't I'm so take caffeinated. this kind of pressure. Greg's rolled a six. Bam! Okay. Casey All right. got what he asked for. <laughs> I fucked myself. <laughs> I am so relieved. Oh, I've yet man. to have oh, to see. I, I'm, I've yet again escaped for over a hundred episodes. Seen a tri- a Tyler Perry I've never movie. seen a single one. That's insane. And I didn't have to see the one that he was the... Uh, I've seen a couple of Medeas. Yeah. 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 I didn't have to see the one that wasn't his movie with Al Cross. Yeah, uh, yeah. Alex Cross. Alex yeah. Cross. I saw that. Yeah. And Peoples. Yeah. Or he managed to make Craig Robinson not funny. Was oh, that yeah, right. oh, but he produced that. that. He, didn't, I didn't, he didn't direct it. No, it's true. No. But his name was on the damn title. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like yeah. a Presents. It was like a Wes Craven Presents moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that has been Film Roulette. Um, uh, yep. Yeah, I am. <laughs> that's what it's been, all right. I'm. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm that's, happy. A, that's a big relief. Woo! Right yeah. Um, Congratulations, no. fellas. <laughs> I hope you guys have a real good time at the movies. Yeah. Oh, you go to Scarborough. Another <laughs> <laughs> fairy movie. Yeah. Okay, so Airwolf, uh, Stringfellow Hawk's Corner. What's going on this week? What's going on is I'm just about out of the hawk's nest. Okay. And is, this isn't the final. Is this the this final? This is not the final. I'm okay. giving the warning of the final because I have yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah. Greg's I watched have not, I have not watched the final episode yet. Okay, but you're almost. Or the transition points, but I'm right yeah. about there. So I'm going to just go light this week. I've seen a couple of things. Not a lot to talk about. Some yeah. to talk about. Okay. But I'm just so, prepping you for next week. Yeah. Which you're, is going to be the finale. Next week is the final hawk's nest. Okay. And I guess announcement exciting of, of the new show. Yeah. yeah, we're going. We're not skipping a beat this no. time. We're no, we're be, jumping right in. We know yeah. what we're going to do. We're not telling you yeah. yet, though. But uh, it'll yeah, be next week. It's going to be exciting. Next it's going to be yeah. my Airwolf. Yeah. bonanza. So how, how much uh, for the how much Airwolf have you suffered through? It's three seasons. Yes. Okay. So uh, you've watched all of three seasons, nearly fifty-five episodes, with the exception of one episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you've been filming. You've been filling us in. Yes. And now we're almost done. Uh, almost done. And so, this, because this started, the whole TV thing started when I just decided to watch Prison Break. And yeah. then I decided to explain Prison Break to you too. <laughs> Which was amazing. <laughs> Which, um, it, it's a bummer that we started with Prison Break. I mean, I never, it never would have happened with anything else. But yeah. Prison Break is the craziest television show <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. 
Um, yeah, we got some gold out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I, every week watching it, I was like, you're kidding me, right? This cannot be a television show. And there will never, I don't know if anything will be this quite that. This should not be a television yeah. show. No, never. Um, before, uh, right before we get to Airwolf, I want to mention on Twitter, uh, our one of our followers uh, titled Zoojack at L Not So Terrible. Uh, made made a point to mention to us that there are Airwolf video games. Right. Yes. Um. So I, if I can remember, I might go and try and play the Airwolf video game for the Ninten- the Nintendo Entertainment System. Absolutely. See what that's all about. <laughs> I would love to play it and have that be part of my final commentary. Yeah. The uh, the last the last level, you have to touch this UFO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. So yeah, next week is going to be the end. Yes. So what? So you've been you watched a couple? Yeah, I watched a few. So, and again, some are like it's gotten so. It's a reason that it stopped after three seasons. Yeah, I mean the last few uh, Stringfellow Hawknest recaps have been very like, yeah, this is just what they've decided to yeah, do just, with this show. Yeah, stupid thing happens. They somehow are involved in it, and then helicopters chase each other, and it's just yeah. so silly looking. And they've totally abandoned all the stuff from the first season, and even that. Even <laughs> Casey, Sorry, why does this always happen? every time Casey takes an Instagram video, it plays back some of the things that we just said. <laughs> um, <laughs> Technology, yeah. oh, it's good. Um, yeah, I like the dog who looks at the pussy. He's gone too. Yeah, that was I the best that dog part. anymore. Yeah, I mean, if there's to, anything, that, I remember the good old days when Stringfellow Hawk would just like sit on his porch and play cello to eagles, yeah. and his dog was looking at vagina, yeah. and you know it was, and that was the plot. Yeah, and, yeah. So, and then there would be something somehow touching in the episode. I'm like, what? It was really great. That first season's pretty all right, mm-hmm. but then yeah, it's just turned into a pile of shit. Just the worst kind of '80s. You know, formula action show. Yeah. You know, bottom of the barrel. With literally, from the sounds of what you've been telling us, like the same plot every week. Every week. But like, you know, shows like the A-Team had a bunch of really charismatic people. And the A-Team is a stupid fucking show. I was really bummed out to find out because I grew up on the damn thing, loving it. But then uh, a couple of years ago, it was in repeats, and I was like, yeah, the A-Team. Watched about 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> same thing, Dukes of Hazard. But you had all these like kind of fun characters in it you know or like magnum pi is a really great show because tom Selleck is so charismatic and awesome as yeah. magnum and yeah. even his buddies are good you know there's a bunch of helicopters in that too and that, that helicopter is cooler than airwolf yeah it is yeah <laughs> that was a great helicopter Pretty sweet <laughs> helicopter so it's just like you can't rest that uh, this kind of show on jan michael vincent he's just too drunk too drunk he really <laughs> is he has no he's just like everything is the same level all the time and just oh man it's so awkward he's the worst <laughs> <laughs> the most boring man with the most wonderful name <laughs> in life and on the show. Yeah, John Michael Vincent Stringfellow Hawk. Stringfellow Hawk. Yeah. Anyway, I'm almost out. I mean, and you know, God bless Ernest Borgnine. Who I love him, and he's so wacky on this show. He's like he's like. <laughs> I don't think he like rehearses or talks to anybody else. No, he's he so happy to be there. Just that's all it seems like. It's like this is great. What are we gonna do in this scene? I don't know what that means, but let's do it. You know? Oh boy, there's gonna be a helicopter. I can't wait. It's like there's been a helicopter in every one for three years. But again, I know, I know we're gonna do the helicopter Man. thing again. Oh boy, did you can see my teeth. They're crazy. <laughs> what a lucky day. Uh, um. So yeah, next week. Airwolf, Fenial, 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 Holy jeez, my my eyes are literally vibrating. Yeah, yeah. I know. Coffee. A lot of coffee, killing me. Me too. I'm yeah. super. Oh my god. This, this might be the Fenial coffee I ever have. <laughs> this might be the Fenial. See you next Wednesday oh ever because we will all pass out after. We're afterwards. all just exploded. Jesus. <laughs>
<laughs> awesome. All right. Um, well, on that note, uh, remember to listen next week because we have an announcement for the uh, next TV swap That's as we right. were telling you about. Uh, it's mm. going to be amazing. So don't forget to listen to that. You call it TV swap? Is yeah, that what we're calling it now? We're just calling everything swap. <laughs> yeah. Come on down to see swap you next Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, right. speaking of swap, because uh, I was thinking about this, is probably why I said swap, but we've been uh, doing TV Dad Cage Match. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. This, right. this week uh, with a theme song. So uh-huh. let's listen to the theme song uh, now. was a great theme song <laughs> yeah i like it <laughs> that oh was a God. great a theme uh, song. that too was a great i am <laughs> caffeinated <laughs> i don't know why it is making me talk <laughs> like this no it's weirding me out <laughs> well let's see what do we do uh, uh, tv dad cage match is our weekly segment where we yeah. put two tv dads from sitcoms against each other in a fight to the death in thunderdome yeah we roll we for roll weapons yeah see what they got see what they will be fighting mm-hmm. each other with and uh just talk about the mayhem yeah. that ensues so i didn't discuss this with you guys but let's talk about it on air and see god what think. damn it i know what have i told you <laughs> <laughs> so we have traditionally had uh, the, the weapons from uh thunderdome yep and uh everything in there you know so if somebody would get if somebody, you got a one you got nothing but we what we left out during uh, we added a bowl and spoon for the yeah. uh, the cereal mascots, and we had removed the um, the giant hammer. Yeah. So I think because we've had we have the wild card number four in this, where if a TV dad has a a trait or something like that, then we get to exploit yes. that for him. Right. So I think we should get rid of one is nothing and make one the whistle and put the hammer back into the mix. Okay. Okay. I'm into that. Are we in agreement with that? Okay. Yeah, I'm fine so with one that. One will be whistle. Uh, two will be the bat. Three will be the spear. Okay. Uh, four, as we said, will be our uh, wild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, five will be the giant hammer. Sweet. And six, of course, are sometimes working chainsaw yeah <laughs> and then uh, that's how we uh, murder dads in thunderdome yeah. <laughs> that's the way we murder dads. yeah you could murder dads however you yeah, fucking however you want. like yeah on your own show but yeah. here this is how it happens all right <laughs> under my roof you'll murder dads the way we say murder dads <laughs> okay we got a couple of classics yeah uh this week uh going to the 80s yeah this one's gonna be upsetting this is yeah sad on either either side whatever happens here we got stephen keaton yeah from family ties uh, I I adored him when I was a kid. That's Absolutely, Michael Gross. He's Everybody, the best. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, if you didn't love him on that, you loved him in Tremors. Tremors exactly, there you go. or Tremors um, Three. That's right. <laughs> the Legend of Curly's Gold. What was that? <laughs> the Legend of Tremmy's Gold. Yeah. Uh, and he's going up against Mr. Drummond, an adoptive father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from uh, from different, different strokes. strokes. Mr. German was uh, raising uh, old Gary Coleman and Willis. Uh, <laughs> he was he was a raisin. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It was, I, I, 
<laughs> I always found it strange that because Gary Coleman was such a big star, yeah. and I watched that show a lot, but that his name was Arnold. Yeah, on the show, always weirded me out. I was like, no child is actually named Arnold. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's like your name's something else, and then you turn twenty one, and now your name is Arnold. There's no child named Arnold. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's what weirded you out. <laughs> <laughs> so some names don't sound like kid names. Yeah, no, Arnold. Uh, yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> I don't know. Sweet, I've got our photos of the fighters yeah, up oh, on no, our screen. But you've got, you've got. No, no, no. Stephen, Stephen King, King with, with the, beard. the beard. I don't, the beard I don't like him with the beard. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, but not, fuck that no beard shit. That yeah. did not. That was fly what with season me. one or two, and they were <laughs> all right. Like, God, there we go. There fucking we go. Cover that yeah. thing up. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with your face? There you go. Much better. Just kidding, uh, Michael Gross. Where is where's the die? I got it. Here we go. Here's the die. Here we go. Okay, so we're rolling for Stephen Keaton. Like. I would have given the edge to Stephen Keaton uh, originally, but the pictures you have up, Mr. Drummond looks pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some anger in him there. Okay, Stephen Keaton gets, that's a four. All right. He gets whatever we would deem him to have as a uh, Oh, he's got his wild card. Well, he's an architect, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, drafting, uh. drafting board. <laughs> and he's like a crazy hippie, too, though, remember? Who, Mr. That's, Drummond? No. Oh, Stephen King. Yeah, 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 right. Because right. that's the whole thing. Is like him, him and Elise are uh, hippies. And yeah. They this, you know, They're like reformed Republican. Okay. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Republican son. Right. And dim-witted daughter. Yeah. And uh, other <laughs> and daughter. And <teeny> others. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So, yeah, he's like, well, well what, what's his special power? Is it his hippie power? Uh, or yeah, is it yeah, his yeah, 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 totally have like the pa- yeah, flower, flower power, flower yeah. power. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> we'll, I will de- we'll figure what? out what yeah, that okay, means. We'll get to that. Let's see what Mr. Drummond. What has he got in his shirt? There it says hairy chest on Mr. Drummond's shirt. Oh, okay, and is he wearing a, a Michael leather. Jackson yeah, like yeah. A, a jacket, a, a beat it jacket, yeah. but all in black? All right. Okay, Mr. Drummond gets also four. Okay. Oh. So what is his thing? Adoption. He's very good at adopting. <laughs> yeah, uh, we should do that because he could he could adopt. Um, <laughs> yeah, like he adopts. Uh, uh, okay, for one strike, he gets to pull Gary Coleman out of his yes, sack. That's a good idea. <laughs> I hope you mean this a, picture we've got. He uh, gets to pull <laughs> Gary Coleman out of his sack. That's what I was about just to point out. I was going to say let's yeah. let's clear let's clarify. He has a bag with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that wasn't clear because enough either. Because he's adopted. He didn't yeah, come yeah. out of Mr. Drummond's yeah. Right. I see this picture we've got up of uh, Mr. Drummond, uh, Gary Coleman's riding on his back. Yeah, I switched and I, the yeah. pictures. And I, I'm seeing like a quaddo thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sh- definitely. <laughs> he definitely opens his shirt. <laughs> And it has the torso and head. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Coleman coming his out chest. of him. Yep. Or does he have like uh, a big. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> or does he have a uh, like trench coat and then he like opens it up and he's like underneath his leg. He's like. <laughs> he just springs forth. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> it's Gary Coleman in my trench coat. Hello. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> so at some point he will be able to call upon the tag team. Uh, help of Gary okay. Coleman. Now, and Sweet. the flower power of Stephen Keaton, is it going to be kind of like, you know, like 70s cartoons? I think it's going to be magical. Be like a Care Bear? Yeah. Like he could shoot like a flower out of his well, chest? Well, like, um, I think we should just leave there. it. Yeah. No, I feel like what it is is that he'll, like, he, like, just kind of, like, embraces Mr. Drummond, like, tenderly, and it just makes Mr. Drummond... 
shitty and fucking like it <laughs> well, makes him just want to noodle about on a guitar. I think for we a should while. leave it open to any of these possibilities okay. until it comes until, up. Yeah, 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 until it comes right, up until, until, until somebody has yeah. a stroke, yeah. stroke of genius and figures it out. Right. Until somebody has a stroke. All right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> or a different stroke. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I get it. You brought it right back. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So they're in Thunderdome. Ding ding. Yeah. yeah. Hippie power versus possible Coleman appearance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hippie power versus Quato Coleman. Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to come out of the gates here swinging? I feel like neither of them. Well, no, I got I, definitely not Stephen Keaton with the, the hippie background. And yeah, he's definitely yeah. a nonviolent. He's going to try and maybe figure his way out of here nonviolently. He's, a, he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah, he's yeah. you know he's a good talker. He's, he's probably going to try and think yeah. his way through this. Mm-hmm. And as somebody, Drummond, as somebody, what does he do? Anyone remember? Uh, what he's Mr. just Drummond? like, uh, isn't he just like a millionaire yeah, philanthropist like, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Isn't that his whole? He's around the house all the time. Something he's going to a fucking job. Yeah, like he's just fucking hanging. Hanging out with uh, Nail Carter and Danny Cook, yeah, but he's yeah. into Not adoption. taking care of Dana Plato. He's no, in, yeah, he, he no. could have. Uh, yeah, are you going to say any words? Uh, no, the, the rest of the show is. <laughs> There's been a really clear divide between like when we stopped film roulette and now where we like cannot speak properly. I know it's <laughs> fucking insane, but I don't want someone to kill somebody. <laughs> But I got bloodlust. <laughs> so let's fucking do we this. We got murder in our eyes. Man yeah. coffee. Um, okay, man coffee. So um, uh-huh. as somebody who likes, uh, who is into adoption, I feel like he has a very kind sort of For help sure. others yes. yeah, he air does. about him. He's not going to be like, I'm fucking going to kill you off the top. He can be stern, though. And yeah. he, he wasn't he, taking yeah. shit around that house because that was part of the thing was okay. cultures clash. So thinking on the stern versus uh, hippie kind of Nonviolence. Let's say um, he is going to maybe try and use some of that stern attitude because I feel like um, I think he will. He comes he from is, a different era, but yeah. I think that I think that Stephen Keaton. I keep wanting to call him Stephen P. Keaton. Stephen <laughs> Keaton. Um, Stephen I don't McQueen? think he's. I think he's going to be offended by Mr. Drummond because Mr. Drummond represents capitalism, man. Yeah, this yeah. is the divide I'm kind of trying to say because I yeah. feel like he's going to kind of come out as like, let's talk about this. I'm a hippie. Yeah, and yeah. And, and Drummond's going to kind of like. Give him a lecture, mm-hmm. which is uh, probably I work for a living, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what well, yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah. and I right. feel like that's going to kind of send uh, Stephen in, into a bit of a rage. In, I think. Not a rage, but maybe sort of. Maybe that's when he pulls out his hippie power because he needs to convince the I think man. A little, I think a little shoving is going to go on now. You know when nonviolent people get their ideals yeah. questioned real hard in their face. Yeah. Sometimes a guy will be like, "Oh yeah, well, poke." Ugh. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it'll be it'll be sad and pathetic. Yeah. But it really, it really so, silly. So so Drummond, <laughs> it'll be very silly. So Drummond will start. He, I think the first poke will be Drummond yeah, doing yeah. what you said, like, yeah. "Well, I work for a living, son," and yeah, poke, yeah. And prods him, and then. Uh, Steven maybe comes Why don't back you and shave him. off that beard and show us your creepy face and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? How does Steven reply to shove? Does he kind of say like, "I marched against people like you"? And yeah, shove yeah, back yeah, and yeah. I marched right. against people like you. Yeah, you're yeah. what's wrong with this world. Yeah. And then how does uh, Drummond come back? Does he just throw Coleman at him instantly? <laughs> I feel like he does immediately. I, <laughs> I, like, visually, I enjoy I enjoy Coleman Quato a great deal. Yeah, but I 
I like, think functionally, the idea of him opening up his shirt and no. Gary Coleman springing out <laughs> to, <laughs> to attach himself I to Stephen Keaton's face. I think that they have some sort of like mental capacity for Coleman to know when he's needed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like after Drummond kind of says, like, I marched against you, whatever, Coleman's already running okay. and jumps into the air over Drummond. And then Drummond puts his arm up and then like javelins him. Oh, <laughs> kind of like the old X-Men fastball special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like that. Yeah. Um, Colossus <laughs> would throw Wolverine at people. Yeah, like that really? nerd shit. That was a thing, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> no, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so Mr. Drummond throws Gary Coleman at Stephen yeah. Keaton. Like, yep. a, like a missile. Yeah. yeah. Coleman missile. Yeah, yeah. like and a I tiny think, little homeless I he, missile. I think he gets him in the gut. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he just like attached to him too, not like a oh yeah, no, hitting he's, him. like he attacks like jellyfishes to his fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think he just starts to like claw at him, and uh, yeah, I yeah. mean it's adorable when he does it. Sure, um, he mugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what you talking about, motherfucker? <laughs> he's just uh, he's clawing at him and shit. Yeah, yeah. But I think Stephen Keaton gets free. Yeah. Um, I think he's damaged, but I think he gets free. Yeah. So what does he do? He throws Coleman to the side. Yep. Into the spikes. Give him a, does you know he give him the boot? Spikes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, throws Coleman into the spikes, killing uh, Gary Coleman. Uh-huh. Um, much quicker than life did. <laughs> give him the boot, maybe? <laughs> Made it sad. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, all right. So what? I think the flower power has got to happen here. Yeah. Uh, How yeah. does the... Power take I don't want to take this too in a crazy thing, but when we started saying flower power, like yeah, let's I am, not make this too crazy. No. Let's ground this let's in ground reality. This. <laughs> <laughs> I know I already instigated some sort of mind meld between Drummond and <laughs> <laughs> Coleman, but when we were talking about uh, flower power, like I imagined him like kind of like not hulking up, but going like huh, and like clenching up, and then like starting to sparkle and like flowers yeah, yeah. starting to float around. Totally, I'm picturing okay. like a '70s cartoon. Yeah, like oh, oh, oh like yeah, a like a answer, like. And like kind of now he's got bell rainbows everywhere. Yeah, 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 for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and that that just sort of envelops Mr. Drummond. Yeah, and just makes him feel all groovy, man. Yeah, yeah. but oh, like totally. also like, like shitty and like I feel so groovy. I feel so good about I everything. But you know, every, am I going to tarnish my dreams and buy Dockers and just like sell out in a decade? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm just going to slip off machines. Yeah, there's and... no dream, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so so now he's just I don't know what what, what has that done to him? An emotional roller coaster. He's brought okay. him to extreme heights, and now he's having like the the the, the sobering up crash at the end of the hippie. Yeah, dream. yeah. Now the, he's thinking the about all out, the things man. he did to make that money. Yeah, and like all of the lives he ruined. Yeah. I assume he. Yeah, ruined Yeah, so lives. he's in a pit of despair, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so he is depressed beyond depressed. Yeah. yeah. And also, he just watched his adoptive son get uh, stuck to the wall with this spikes. This is true. This is true. All right. Mm. So now what? Um. So now he's just kind of this. This is Stephen's chance. If he's yeah. going for it, it's now. Okay. But what's he gonna do? Well, that is the thing. What do we think? A former hippie architect who knows he's got to fight for his life. He's already killed a small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Because he is an architect. Yeah. Um. He's good at planning how to build things. Yeah. So maybe he <laughs> builds something out of Gary Coleman. <laughs> He like takes Gary Coleman apart real quick and builds. Apart. Like, yeah, he just rips him apart and out them. of his bones he like builds a he builds some kind of a Where gun you... or a spear. Or oh something. my god! What? I don't know <laughs> a gun, a bone. <laughs> yeah, Coleman bone Coleman. He he patents. The he makes and patents a Coleman bone gun. <laughs> 
What, and, what are the bullets in a Coleman? Yeah, I was going to ask. His eyeballs? Teeth? Uh, yeah, his teeth and okay. his eyeballs <laughs> and his testicles. And, uh, Semi-automatic? Automatic? Uh, what are we looking at here? It's, I don't know. I'm not an architect. So I'm sorry. He's going to take a child, tear him apart, and then <laughs> shoot his t- <laughs> testicles yes. at his adoptive father. Yes, that's <laughs> what he's going to do. Why is that hard for you guys to understand? <laughs> Too you far. You get it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, you, know, okay, <clears throat> you know what? If you think that's I like too where far. you're going with the architect thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going outside but the I box think on this one. If he has flower power, I think he can maybe use the flower power in conjunction with his architect mind to sort of like build something out of like the flowers he can conjure up as a flower power guy. Oh, okay, right? so he's got like actual so what, physical flowers and shit like that? In my mind. Okay. In my mind, he's making like the sparkling around him brings up little sunflowers that are like floating around and shit. Oh, okay. He's okay. gonna so he's gonna wrap Drummond up in his in, in like a and build a a beautiful uh, environmentally friendly and peace oriented skyscraper okay. that he can Mr. Drummond's ideas about being a billionaire and a yeah. businessman he can work his way to the top so in he a goes peaceful in? way. So he goes in and he's up on the top floor of the skyscraper and Keaton's like, but the problem with design is if one piece is out of oh, place, yeah. And drops the whole thing. Yeah, it all comes fucking and it crashing down. crashes yeah. down, just on, like the hippie dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> onto Drummond. Yeah, and then because he's hippie, it all just composts and yeah. he disappears into the ground. <laughs> he just sort of like he just decomposes he, super like, quickly. Like it's uh, uber hippie composted. Instantly yeah. happens. It just turns the entire him, Mr. Drummond, entirely into just dirt. He, he and just grass. dissolves yeah, yeah. it, and then out of that dirt comes a single, single flower. flower. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And out of that single flower comes a single tear. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, and then Stephen Keaton takes a dump on the flower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, done. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. I like. I love that skyscraper I, idea. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's okay. uh, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah, pretty perfect. Nice. <laughs> Stephen Keaton going on. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to? You know, I like. Are where we we're going to announce next week and give people time to think about it? I feel it? like we should. Yeah. Didn't we do that? We did that. We with, did that um, for Hero uh, Swap. Yeah. And the and and Serial Swap. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll tell you what's going on next week. Uh, Next week, our match is between Howard Cunningham. Oh, uh, from TV's Happy Days. TV's Happy Days. Uh, And he's going up against Frank Lambert. Frank Lambert is uh, uh, Step by Step. Yeah. Oh. uh, TV's Patrick Duffy. uh, TV's Patrick Duffy. (laughs) Hi, I'm TV's Patrick Duffy. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, then. I didn't watch a whole lot of Step by Step. So. I fucking watched a shitload of it. All right. Somebody's got to be an expert here. I, I watched I the shit out of Happy Days. I though. don't remember much about it. I watched enough. it because I had a huge crush on Stacey Keenan. Okay. Mm. Uh, who, you had a huge crush on Stacey Keaton? Uh, <laughs> I had a huge Stacey crush Keech? on Stacey Keach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Fat City. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, I'll know a bit about it. Was it. A t- it was a TGIF show, right? It was a TJI. Yeah, yes. and I remember loving it. It was actually a show that I remember being very excited about watching. I don't. I literally don't remember much about it at all. But mm-hmm. I just remember like T, like TJF being this thing, and I think that was one of the first shows that aired in the block of programming mm-hmm. when I was watching it. And I just remember the roller coaster in the opening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, that's the. That, I know and more that guy, about that kid on it. Who like I don't know. Yeah, Sasha Sasha Mitchell. I think his yeah, name yeah. was. He was yeah. in all those kickboxer movies. And oh, then cool. he became like some kind of a drug addicted. Uh, oh, not cool. Wife beater. Or something oh. brutal yeah i think he was a real motherfucker oh, oh man 
Awesome. Bummer. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did. Uh, I, I will definitely be watching the intros for oh, Step by Step. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I believe there's a YouTube video where it's just like all the season intros one after the other. Oh, there is. I yeah. watched them when I was writing the theme song. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. it was, uh, that was a, that was a great day. Yeah. yeah. So uh-uh. tune in next week for that. Fuck yeah. Sweet. Uh, well, you can find more of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C, or you can go to Twitter and follow us at S-Y-N-W-P-C as well. And we will, uh, if you tweet at us or whatever, say something interesting like the uh, Airwolf video game, we'll try and mention it on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep, keep and, hitting us up. And, and we even- again, please, please uh, uh, write us some uh, iTunes reviews. Yes, actually, uh, I wanted to mention that too. Good or bad, whatever, just yeah, uh, it really uh, helps. Just let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. What you like, what you don't like, yep. yeah. what you like, me, Lo- what you don't like, Greg. Why you're angry that Dan never watches movies, <laughs> yeah. gets all his friends to... Yeah, um, yeah just uh, blow that iTunes page up with reviews. Do it up, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it super helps. And uh, go to modernsuperior.com. You can find more of our podcasts on the Modern Superior Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink alongs up there. Uh, two turntables and a bottle of wine. Faculty of Horror, Time Bandits, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. It's mm-hmm. all there for you to go listen to, and the, we will do-over. have the do over. The do over is going to be, yeah, yeah. going to be coming uh, up in the in the near future. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, keep an eye out there, and we'll uh, have some more textual content for you to read as well. Mm-hmm. I've been oddly, accidentally doing every other week for my music uh, weekly roundup thing, so I'm going to try and keep keep up on that. But yeah, yeah. Word. Right. So that is it. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye, Internet. Fuck, Fuck Gene. Will Smith is, is the, the devil. devil. <laughs> and there's a ghost at NSA Haven. There's a ghost in my short and goofies. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>